0: You're listening to KSQD Santa Cruz at 90.7 FM. I'm Emily. I'm Melina. We're part of Your Future Is Our Business, which is a Santa Cruz County nonprofit that helps students ages 10 to 18 explore careers by connecting them to adults through programs such as college and career expos, career panels, and other work-based learning activities.
1: You're listening to our show, What To Be, where we interview and highlight the career journeys of inspirational people in Santa Cruz County. If you've ever thought, hmm,
0: how did they get that job, or what is that job really like, then keep on listening. We would like to remind listeners that the views and opinions expressed in this program do not necessarily represent or reflect those of Natural Bridges Media or Your Future is Our Business. Please note that information provided during this program does not reflect this career in its entirety.
1: Today we're joined by our guest Jose Ibarra and he is the Resident Services Manager of the Santa Cruz Region Mercy Housing. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank
2: you guys for inviting me.
1: So can you tell us what is a Resident Services Manager?
2: So, a resident services manager does a little bit of everything. Um, I have a staff that I work with. Um, I, first of all, work in a housing complex, affordable housing. We do activities for the residents, so something I do during the school year is have an out of school time for our kids, our youth. We also, for our adults that live there, we do curriculum as well. Like um, We have San Jose State School of Nursing that comes down and checks on our residents uh vital science you know helps them understand their meds uh if they have meds help them with basically anything i have a resident that doesn't know how to read and she needed uh distilled water and she never knew what distilled water was because she didn't know how to read so the students helped out by you know showing her a picture and she would always go to the store with the picture until she found the one that matched what it said Mm -hmm. we also do other things like community events where i partner with the santa cruz parks and rec Loud nelson teen center nova vista center uh, the boys and girls club of santa cruz and we hold activities in the summer for kids so our partnership with the parks and rec they let us go swimming at at the harvey west pools fun. yeah yeah <laughs> um and and it's completely free to us uh, it's paid for by the faux park Um, What's
1: what's Faux Park? Friends
2: of Park and Rex. Oh, okay. Yeah. And also our committee comes together once a year and does one huge party. Uh, It's called the Family Fair where we have a barbecue, um, a jump house, a dunk tank. Mm -hmm. The swimming pools are open and the park that we're using. Mm -hmm. And um, it's absolutely free to anybody that comes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, So that's a little bit of that. Um, I also do in in my personal is I help people with any kind of situation if they need help with their um, understanding their medical records I can help them go to the medical appointments and help them understand it I do all can, kinds of translations uh, I also there, there's so much that I do <laughs> as the manager though I also work with my staff and I guide them on how to do their jobs as well I'm actually training a brand new staff. She's only a week in. Yeah. She's actually here with us. She's in the room. <laughs> <laughs> And do conflict resolution. I, I think that's something that we're working on right now. Is conflict resolution. It, it's it's a whole bunch of of stuff that I do. That you know, it's it's really rewarding. You know, and it's also you know challenging. And and it gets it gets to you personally on a personal mm-hmm. level. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Can you tell us about your background and how you kind of got into this position?
2: Yeah. So I. Originally started at Foot Locker, and I was like, this wow. is the, my life. This is, <laughs> I love it. Um, but uh, my cousin, who I was very close to, I had just barely come back from vacation, visiting him in Arizona, and two days later, he was actually hit by a car. Oh, wow. And the police thought he was dead. So they, they left him there, and they did not do any life resuscitation yeah. stuff for him. And uh, so they left him, and then when they saw him moving and trying to actually, that's when they, they did everything. As a result, he went five minutes without oxygen, and he became brain damaged, and he has a traumatic brain injury now. And that kind of, it was, you know, it's my best friend, so I wanted to learn everything that he was going through, so I ended up working with people with disabilities. And I started learning that route. And then I was like, wow, I love this so much. Just, you know, I need to get a degree in social work. So that way I can be a social worker and and do this work for, for, you know.
1: To help more people. To help out.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah. And I've had a ball ever since. I got my degree in human services. And then it was quite funny because as soon as I got my degree, I actually got recruited um, Hmm. by Mercy Housing. Uh, oh, wow. my, my supervisor at the time uh, came over and asked, you know, hey, are you looking for a new job? And I was like, not
1: really. I love what I'm
2: doing right now.
1: What position did you start out as at Mercy? I Housing? was a resident
2: service coordinator. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. And had you volunteered or interned there before? Never. You just jumped just, in and you, I they jumped, assigned you as a coordinator? Yeah. Wow. Well,
2: <laughs> what happened was that our facility at the time shut down and we needed a place to host our people, you know, with disabilities. And so I asked Mercy Housing if we could use their community rooms, because we do have a community room in every single one of our properties. And they they agreed. And I remember Carmen just kept watching what I was doing, and she saw that I was the leader of, of that section. And she actually asked me if I wanted to join in. I said, sure. Mm-hmm. And so after a while, I said, yeah, let's do it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And the rest is history. I, I've been here for six years now, going on 7
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and then um, what is Mercy Housing exactly? And I know that it's it's national, right,
2: as well? Yeah, it's nationwide, yeah. It's, it's affordable housing. So Mercy Housing was founded by the Sisters of Mercy of Omaha, Nebraska. They believed that people needed more than just affordable housing to survive, so they came up with resident services. And from there, that's how we went on to doing what we do now. Our focus is on health and wellness, so Anything that's done with health and wellness, like the nurse visits that we have, uh, we have food that comes out to our properties It's stuff like that. So we've got that covered. Uh, something really cool is that I'm bringing a dental program to our sites that'll be affordable for our residents to use. Uh, we also believe in uh, housing stability. So if if our residents cannot afford to pay the rent, that's what we're there for, to help them find resources. Uh, we, we also do financial stability seminars with them. We do called Your Money, Your Goals, uh, which, you know, it tracks down where their money goes for, you know, for the vast majority of the time. And then a real big key component right now that we're pushing is is out of school time. You know, our kids are the future, so how are we going to mold them to be great people in the, in the future? And, and I remember when I first got to my site, uh, one of my kids, she came up to me and said, I'm going to work at McDonald's and live with my family. And I remember saying, oh, no, 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 no. That's <laughs> never going to work. That's not going to work. And so I then reached out to UCSC to have kids from equally, you know, backgrounds of affordable housing types to come out and show that they come to UCSC for school and they, these kids can be bigger and better.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And as a result, I have had one of my kids graduate from college, UC Santa Barbara, and I was invited to his graduation uh, oh. two weeks ago. Oh. Yeah. That's so
0: exciting. Yeah. And then can you walk us through, like, a typical day and the tasks you do, if there is one? I know
2: that. Yeah, I mean, every day is so random and different. You know, mm-hmm. during the summer, we really work with the kids. So uh, we're taking the kids hiking, and they bring their lunch with them. And we, we go hiking for the day, or we go swimming in the pools. We take them to the movies. We, we do a lot of different things during the summer with our kids. We also do resident meetings. Yesterday, one of our property managers is actually leaving t- today. And so we threw her a going away party and the whole entire community came in and brought in so mm. much great food. I was in food coma mode, <laughs> like for a while. It's all about the connection. So example, yesterday we were passing out flyers because we make flyers to, for everyone, a calendar of events of what we do for the residents. So in walking, I ran into like two or three different families. And I'm like, you're going to take your kids swimming, right? You're going to come <laughs> with us and they're like yeah yeah sure (laughs) families did show up and it was just amazing to see how many people actually showed up with their kids Mm
1: -hmm. for those who are just tuning in you're listening to what to be at ksqd 90.7 fm santa cruz i'm melina and i'm joined by our other host, emily we're speaking with jose ibarra and learning about his career journey to becoming the resident services manager of the santa cruz region mercy housing what would you say is the coolest part of your job
2: Definitely the connections I make with my residents. They are my extended family. Everyone's social work will be completely different. I'm very lucky, and I know that, to to be able to do my social work in an apartment building setting. I've been at that apartment complex itself about five years now, five, six years. Mm-hmm. And just being able to see the kids grow up and being invited to all their occasions, like graduations or birthday parties or anything that's special to them you know it's it's just great to be invited their concerts i remember Mm. i was invited to one of their concerts it was like okay i'll show up it
1: seems like you have a lot of really fun events oh yeah (laughs) definitely yeah I'm, i'm
2: definitely going with the flow with our residents i think another thing that is really awesome about my job is the relationships i've made with our community partners like the boys and girls club like the you know santa cruz parks and rec and nelson teen Center and and you know all those people because it really does take a community to help each other out mm-hmm. you know we try to get our kids that are at risk for being in gangs you know mm-hmm. off the streets and how can we do it? if I can't provide that maybe the teen Center can and if the teen mm-hmm. center can't maybe santa Cruz parks and rec can and I love the connections we make
0: mm-hmm. through that and then what is the common misconception that people have about your job or industry that you work in
2: well, I know for me personally, I started off, it was very hard when I first off because everyone's used to a woman being the social hmm. worker. Oh, and so for, like, the first year, not a single person came up to me. Oh. Um, they, they, they refused to. And so I had to, like, change my style and I had to be a little more, like, um, I guess teddy bearish because you know i am very large and i can be a little intimidating mm-hmm. so um i'd come out and and i remember one day i just started smiling at people and just waving at everyone and oh. finally you know it clicked with everyone like oh he's okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh you know and and it, it's really funny because a lot of the residents that have been there forever like we're used to women only mm-hmm. this is going to be an adjustment and you know over the time they know that i'm really there for them mm-hmm. and so that's that's been a really Big misconception is that women only do this kind of work. yeah.
1: And early in the interview, you mentioned that you speak different languages, right? And you translate for people. Correct. Can you mention like what other kind of skills and qualities are good to have in this job?
2: Well, for, for me, I, I have to translate for the nursing students who do not speak Spanish. So that's one thing that I do. I also do social work aspect stuff. So like going to housing authority and dealing with them and knowing how to deal with them. Uh, you can't just go in and think you're going to get a meeting right away. Just <laughs> set that meeting up right away before you come in. Being able to repeat the question one more time.
1: What kind of <laughs> skills and qualities are needed for this oh, okay, job? Okay, yeah.
2: Um, well, definitely working on the computer a lot. Uh, we have different programs that we use that that probably no one else ever uses. So <laughs> learning that stuff is what, kind of What kind hard. of programs? It's called Mercy Measures. Oh, so you uh, have like your own? Program. Yeah, we have oh. our own. Um, and it tracks everything that we do. But also Outlook learning how to use your calendar your email i mean that was kind of foreign concept to me Mm -hmm. Uh, i was like what we have to do emails (laughs) Okay, i know how to do my own but you know having your own email address with your name on it dot org and it's like Mm -hmm. oh my god i'm somebody now (laughs) (laughs) or your business cards oh wow yeah learning a lot of the stuff is on the computer like microsoft office you know excel we have to do a lot of uh, calendars so you have to know how to do that in publisher Again, our, our jobs are probably a little bit more unique than other social workers, just for the fact that we deal with our clients on a regular basis, our, our residents, and and so it's it's a different type of activity instead of probably some of the spreadsheets that other people would use.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then what would you say is the hardest or most challenging part of your job?
2: For me, sometimes it still is the residents. You know, they, they come in and they still don't like sharing some stuff with me, so it you know something that should only take probably like 10-15 minutes will probably take an hour to an hour and a half to Mm -hmm. get to the bottom line of like what's really going on Mm -hmm. but again you have to have that patience with them and you have to be open and inviting and and make them feel like i can come here and share anything you know Mm
1: -hmm. yeah do you have any interesting stories related to your job as a resident services manager
2: um well there's so many different things that i could share you know um I know you guys are going to go on to this question probably later on but for me one of the, the most um interesting stories that I have is one of my residents was suffering from depression and she came in on a Friday to load up her laundry card and I I said you you look really rough we need to get you some counseling and she agreed and so she said well I'll come back later and I and I kind of dropped it from there cuz I completely you know Mm-hmm. When, when you do so much the following day she committed suicide mm-hmm. and I I died I died inside because I knew I could have prevented it mm-hmm. and it was the hardest thing I've ever gone through and, and I failed that family and to this day it still like emotionally gets mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. because I know I failed that family and I uh, I see the kids now the kid that graduated from Santa Barbara is the kid that you know the, the mother passed away um, and the other two kids are also striving and surviving and and one of them is gonna become a, a doctor or a nurse I believe oh. yeah oh, wow. yeah and the youngest one well he's a cook and he totally loves his job and <laughs> it's one of the hardest things for the longest time you know, I thought, okay, I'll deal with it on Monday. And, you know, if I notice someone's struggling, I'm not waiting yeah. a second more. And I think that's what made me a better person at mm-hmm. what I do.
1: You have like an actual story that relates and that you carry with you every day that yeah. influences your work, right?
2: Yeah. Another interesting story that I might have for you guys is San Jose <laughs> State School of Nursing and I, our partnership has literally saved the life of one of our residents. We have a transplant patient Uh, organ transplant uh, transplant patient that's hard to say Um, I guess her kidneys were starting to fail her and her blood sugars were going extremely high and Mm -hmm. they had called me to tell me you know hey this person's blood sugars is high what should we do and and I remember going okay let me call her doctor and so I called her doctor and the doctor said rush her to the emergency room now she's going to have a massive heart attack and they did that They called 911, we got her to the ER and they were able to help her out, stabilize her. And the doctor had literally said if we hadn't done what we did in partnership with San Jose State, she would be dead. Wow. Yeah.
1: Is there something that you wish that you had known before you started your work?
2: You know, honestly, I didn't know how much I would love this job. You know, I, I think I love all my jobs. <laughs> I, I've never had a doubt like, oh, my God, I'm going to retire from Foot Locker. Oh, my God, I'm going <laughs> to retire from working with people with disabilities. Now I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to retire doing this. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I love all my jobs. I've always loved the fact that I've always helped people. I think, you know, if you know that that's your passion, then do it mm-hmm. and and have fun doing it depending on. What you do whether it's working for the county office and working in doing investigations for child abuse you know i my friend does that you know who used to work with us or whether you go off to ucse and work out there to help people out you know you just got to know what your love and passion is in order to to uh to do it and and i found my love and i found my passion and, and it's it's showing everyone you know when when our property manager was is well she's leaving today it's her last day they were all like they see my new employee they're like who are you are you the new manager and then I'll be like no it's the new coordinator new coordinators are you leaving too I'm like no <laughs> no we're training her for another place <laughs> it's really cool the, the, the connections I've made and I wish I would have known how much fun I would have actually had doing the job now that all the residents are behind me and everything it's mm-hmm. it's been such a blast to do Yeah.
1: For those who are just tuning in, you're listening to What To Be at KSQD 90.7 FM Santa Cruz. I'm Alina, and I'm joined by our other host, Emily. We're speaking with Jose Ibarra, and he is the Resident Services Manager
0: of the Santa Cruz region for Mercy Housing, and we're learning about his career journey. Um, And what are some of your favorite aspects or parts of your job or projects you've worked on or anything like that?
2: I love the kids that I work with, <laughs> and, and it's... They're amazing people. They have taught me so much. I've learned that I don't have slaps.
1: What's that? What do you mean it's, by that? It's, thank you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: I don't have good music. Oh. <laughs> and if I get too mad at them, they go, don't get booty tickled. You know, it's just like, what? They're like, butt hurt. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I am so... Uh, oh, Jose, you're so old. I'm like, yeah, I am. <laughs> you know, they, they're so much fun to hang out with. You know, we were at the pools yesterday. We were playing football in the pools yeah. and they were still throwing it at me or they'd still, you know, the kids for years past love to jump on me and try to drown me. <laughs> it's like their favorite pastime. Mm-hmm. Like, let's all get Jose and drown him. And i am still like, <laughs> no, I want to go to the deep end now. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's the kids.
1: And you mentioned that you had
2: worked at Foot Locker, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm curious. <laughs> Ten you
1: know, years. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. What were you like when you were a teenager?
2: You know, I I want to say that my youthfulness has been a little tainted. My father passed away when mm-hmm. I was very young. And then my mother actually went into the hospital my junior year of mm-hmm. high school. And we owned a family business, so I worked in the family business. And there was no other person, so it was me there with my other brothers. Oh. And so I grew up kind of fast. You know, mm. I, my, my teenage years, I, I never thought I had friends. And it was quite surprising because my mom actually got out of the hospital the day of my graduation from high school. Oh, wow. And so the first place she went after, you know, the hospital was straight to my graduation ceremony. And um, I thought, you know, because I've worked so hard and just kind of gave up all my friends, that that would be it. But, you know, I got a standing ovation from my whole entire class. I mean, oh it was God. like, it oh, was, wow. you know, people I didn't even know just knew about me, kind of just having to deal with so much. And I, I, mean, I loved every minute of that. Do you
1: remember what your first day in the job was like?
2: Uh, well, when I first started for Mercy Housing, I started at a senior site.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And so. Um, very
1: different, right? Very <laughs>
2: different, yeah. And I remember uh, the first thing I had to do was a Christmas party because that's what uh, I came in during Christmas. I started in December and uh, I remember thinking, oh, my God, I don't know what I'm doing here. Like It was really hard for me and, and I had to cook and I was sitting there, like, you know, and, and I love to cook. Mm-hmm. But like when you're cooking for,
0: for a, lot of people. a lot
2: of people, you're like, oh, God, do I know how to make all this? Yeah. And so that, that first year, I was like, Mom, <laughs> come help me. <laughs> And so she came and, like, she's like, it's going to be okay, mijo. This is what you have to do. Get a sack from uh, Costco of potatoes. And I'm like, a sack? <laughs> you got a lot of people, dude. I'm like, okay. And so, it, you know, that's my first memories mm-hmm. of, like, freaking out over the Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, other than that.
1: What was the tradition like from working with seniors to you?
2: It's the exact same. It, it really is. Because for people to meet you, you know, again... In the senior site, they're used to predominantly women that have helped them out. So for a man to come in and, and listen to you know people with their um, stories and they they weren't really approachable at first. You know, and, and unfortunately, I didn't have that much time at the senior site because I got placed at the family site right away. Yeah, yeah, it was within half a year. Wow.
0: Uh, And then in 2018, you won the Be the Difference Award for your work with CASA. Can you tell us more about how you got that award and what CASA is?
2: CASA is Court Appointed Special Advocates. So I volunteer with them um, once a week, and I take a kid out that has been either abused or neglected or or something has happened that has triggered um, the court to get involved. And so I was nominated by CASA themselves, uh, they, they write into the volunteer center and, 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 and my work with the kids. And, and I believe it was because of my work with this one kid who gets car sick really badly, but really wanted to go to the San Francisco Zoo. So I remember us having to pull over a lot of times oh. and for him to be okay and then just go. And then it was an amazing trip. It was so much fun. He was so ecstatic when we got there because I have friends that live out in San Francisco who work at a farmer's market. So they gave them cherries and he was like i didn't know how badly he loved cherries he grabbed like a huge sack full of cherries like dude he's got to sell some he's, all, he's giving them to me i'm taking them and i'm like okay you know and, and we went to the zoo afterwards and it was just a blast and mm-hmm. and i was one of many people that were um given that honor and,
0: mm-hmm. and i have
2: enjoyed everything i've done mm-hmm. actually yeah and then with Casa.
0: is there an accomplishment in particular that you're proud of aside right? from the 2018 yeah, award. <laughs> award that
2: that I had no idea I got nominated for, it, and I got an email saying, "Hey, you've been nominated for this." And I'm like, "Oh,
1: okay." <laughs> um,
2: my proudest moment is my my resident graduating Santa Barbara, um, UC Santa Barbara. He has decided that he wants to be a social worker that works with kids as well. Aww. So when he called me to tell me that, I cried. <laughs> you know, it's just you know I made a difference in his life. And I'm really happy about that. I, you know, yeah.
0: Did you help guide him towards, like, UCSB? Like, did you help him apply, or was that all kind that of That
2: was him? all him. Oh, wow. Yeah, he he went, he's also, it's, it's a really, he's an actual really interesting story. He uh, he got hit by a car. Wow. Oh. And um, they, they uh, in talking to his father, didn't give him more than 1% chance of life. Wow. And he he beat everything. And he went to Cabrillo College because he knew he couldn't go straight to, you know. And he did everything he had to do at Cabrillo. And then he took off. And it, he would call me and tell me, hey, or email me, hey, I got straight A's. Or, hey, I did this. I'm like, great job. And um, he also called me one day, you know, Jose, I just don't have food. And I was like, okay, I will help you with that. Let's get you calfresh. And mm-hmm. and so I helped him out with that. And and I remember he called me and said, Jose, I'm giving up on school. And I said, well, oh, no. what's going on, dude? And he sat there talking to me about it. And I'm like, well, what do you, and here's where, here's, you know, because, you know, I say I'm invested. And then and then um, <laughs> sometimes I just don't know. But he, I go, so what are you trying to get your degree in? Like, it just popped in my head to ask. Mm-hmm. He goes, oh, I want to be a social worker and, and oh. work with kids. And I'm sitting there like, <laughs> 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 you know, yeah. okay, be cool. I'll help you, (laughs) and so, you know, I told him, go volunteer at places out there that, you know, with kids, and so he, he was like, okay, I'll do that, and he said, dude, that was such great, you know, that reaffirmed what I want to do, and, and yeah, and he invited me to his graduation, and, and I will go, and I went, and I was so proud of him, and yeah.
1: It must have been an amazing feeling. It was, yeah,
2: (laughs) it was a great feeling, you know, he, Approached me, gave me a hug, and he said, "This is because of you and all your hard work. It's not because of me." (laughs) Yeah.
0: Wow. How many people do you say that you work with, like on a daily basis, or just in in your work life?
2: In my work life, well, I work with our residents, which is sixty units, Um, and it's anywhere from one to like six people living in 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 any of the units. Mm -hmm. We have one to five bedrooms. I also work with my staff, our community partners. You know, I also work with Drawbridge, who does art classes for our kids. And, you know, the parks, the lifeguards at the swimming pools, I deal with them as well. So I I deal with a lot I work with a lot of people Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, have a lot of great connections throughout Mm -hmm. the whole entire community.
1: Mm -hmm. What advice would you give to someone who's interested in pursuing social work?
2: My advice would be you're going to go through lots of ups and downs, but don't harbor on the downs. Mm -hmm. Just... Keep going with your ups. Where I feel I messed up, I have made sure that it doesn't happen again. Mm-hmm. Just keep focusing on the positives. I mean, the, the, this kid is a positive, you know? mm-hmm. uh, the positive, you know. My future kids are going to be the positive.
1: So our last question that we have for you is, what is a thought or a piece of advice you'd like to leave our listeners with?
2: I always love to say, have fun. I'm blasting music in my office and <laughs> singing. And if I'm off-key, I don't care. I'm going to do it anyways. <laughs> But it's, it's if people see you having fun with what you do, they're a lot less stressed. They're a lot less, you know, like coming in like, I got to go tell them yeah. something that's hard. No, if they see you like being cheerful and, and having an open door policy really to anything mm-hmm. and everybody, you know, no judgments. Let's say you, Emily, do something to me, wrong me so bad <laughs> today. But tomorrow I'm going to still come in with that smile and be like, hey, how are you doing, Emily? And not mm-hmm. have like that that hint of like, oh, you are horrible person type <laughs> thing and that's really made a difference for all the residents because they're, they're used to being treated a certain way and so i don't treat them that way mm-hmm.
0: well thank you so much again jose for being our guest today
2: thank you guys
0: and thank you to all of our ksqd listeners for tuning into today's career story with your hosts melina and emily on our show what to be with today's guest jose ibarra who is the resident services manager of the santa cruz region for mercy housing
1: If you have any questions or would like to share your career story with us, send us an email at whattobe at ksqd.org. If you enjoyed our show, please join us again at 90.7 FM, KSQD Santa Cruz at 7 p.m. on Sundays or stream online at ksqd.org. Thank you for listening.